All right, we are back for another episode of Love It There. This weekend is the Michigan State IU football game. Family rivalry is intense. The group chat is already getting a little heated. (laughs) And we are all ready to come down to Bloomington for the weekend and have a little family gathering, a little family tailgate. So we're all pretty excited. The trash talking is hilarious, though, because both IU and Michigan State's football teams this year are just trash. I mean, they're not They're actually the two worst teams in the Big Ten, I think, so it's going to be, like, funny to watch. Yeah, I mean, they're they're (laughs) equally bad, so I think the game might be close. I don't know. (laughs) No, do you know that IU is, like, predicted to win? Yes. They're bad. Michigan State's bad. I mean... Yeah, I know normally Michigan State Michigan State and IU do not have like this big rivalry. This is literally just in our family because yeah. Holly goes to IU and I went to Michigan State. So not a normal rivalry, just in our family. But yeah, I mean, they are both equally bad. So it might be a close game, but it won't be a it won't be good football that we're watching. Yeah, but it will be good tailgating. So at least we can count on that. Hallie is wearing her green right now to support I Michigan know. State. I wore my spirit wear for in honor of this episode, and she shows up in a Michigan State green top. Okay. As soon as I see Kelsey's video and I saw she was wearing a Michigan State shirt, I was like, okay, I literally didn't even mean to do this, but it looks like I'm an MSU fan now because I'm wearing this color green, but I'm not. I don't support, but if you haven't put it together already – The reason we're talking about this football game is because this week we're talking about East Lansing, Michigan, and that is where Michigan State is. It's in East Lansing. So we thought it'd be fun since we have this big rivalry weekend coming up to kind of let Kelsey relive her glory days, some of her favorite moments from Michigan State, and kind of give us a little bit of an insight as to what it looks like if you're a student at MSU and life in East Lansing. Not so, my glory days, but just some good some good mems for sure. Okay, so not your peak. Uh, I don't know what my peak was. Uh, I remember how it peaked in college. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everyone does. Like that's okay. not like, you don't have to be ashamed. Like all right, that's fair. I feel like that's normal. Well, I'll let the people be the judge of that. Okay. When they see some of these photos that are going to be on the gram. (laughs) Maybe they're like, ooh, maybe not. Yeah. (laughs) But make sure you stay tuned to the very end of the episode because we're going to do our fun announcement, which we talked a little bit about last week. But we're going to tell you what that is at the end of today's episode. So make sure you stick around for that. And without further ado, we hope you enjoy today's episode on East Lansing, Michigan. Okay, so I sent a message in my group chat with like all my college friends and I was like, our next podcast episode is going to be on East Lansing. Like everybody send me like your favorite memories from our time there or just like your favorite part of going to school there or whatever. And so in our group chat just starts exploding with all these old like pictures and videos of all of us from college. And it was so funny because so many of like all the videos that were like house parties all Night Longer by Sammy Adams was always playing in the background. <laughs> That's like, so classic. That was our <laughs> anthem, and it was just hilarious. It was so funny. But one moment in particular that was brought up 
And this is like a moment where if you ask an MSU student who, if you ask an MSU fan in 2015 where they were on this day, they can tell you. People remember it was one of those iconic moments. The moment I'm talking about is the trouble with the snap game. So if you don't know, this was, so, you know, Hallie and I are talking about the Michigan State-IU rivalry Michigan State doesn't care about IU. I'm going to be honest. They're only IU doesn't care about Michigan State, so it goes both ways. Okay, fair, fair. But this football game that I'm talking about in 2015 was against Michigan, and that's like the IU-Purdue equivalent is the Michigan State-Michigan rivalry. So both teams were so good that year, and the game was at Michigan and MSU was down 20 to 23 with 10 seconds left. And so most everybody thought this game was over and all my like college friend group was like all together at somebody's house watching this football game. And we're all like defeated and sad, you know, there's 10 seconds left and Michigan has the ball. So, but they're about to punt it away. And the snap back to the punter was like low and it was fumbled. And so the announcer, there's this, Hallie doesn't know this. Any Michigan State fans listening know exactly what I'm talking about when the announcer's like, oh, there's trouble with the snap. So the MSU player like is able to pick up this fumbled snap and run it 38 yards or whatever down for a touchdown. And so we won at the last minute. And That's crazy. It was the most insane ending to a game I mean, this is like the viral, like the Michigan guy, like that's yeah. like memed of him, just like hands on head, like jaw dropped, and and then the MSU player that scored the winning touchdown, like got piled on, like the whole team ran out there and like piled on him to like celebrate, and he broke his hip and had to go <gasps> get surgery. Yeah, so oh it's just like crazy things I didn't know about, but that oh game is such an iconic game, and everybody will be able to tell you exactly where they were when that happened and such a core memory. But yeah, I have this wild video of all of us just like freaking out and screaming and celebrating when that happened. It was so cool. Okay. So you talked a little bit about like your friend group when you guys were all watching the game together. So for context, Kelsey was really close with the people on the Michigan State cross country team because she was on the team. So like, obviously that takes up a lot of a lot of your time. So you guys spent most of your time with each other. So talk a little bit about like best memories with the team or like any traditions you guys had together, like fill me in on that. Yeah. Yes. My teammates. Yeah. We were all best friends and I don't have a single memory from MSU basically that's like not involved with like my teammates. We lived together we did everything together and some of my favorite memories honestly were just times when we were all just like hanging out and doing nothing like we had this thing called case fever that we would call it and case was the cafeteria that we that the freshmen um would eat at and so a lot of like the upperclassmen even would come and like sit at case and we would um eat breakfast there and then a lot of times like enough people would just come and go because we'd have one spot in the cafeteria where we would always sit and so you just know where you could go and somebody from the team would be there and that's sometimes so yes you know people would come and go go to class whatever but sometimes you just sit and just more people would come and so you'd just talk and chat and then all of a sudden it's like oh hey it's lunchtime or whatever and then you like end up eating all three of your meals there basically because oh like gosh. you don't have to leave because everybody's just hanging out 
And I don't know, that was just like something that I'll, that, that I've missed a lot since leaving college is just being able to like go to this cafeteria and knowing somebody that I know is going to be here that I'll just be able to hang out with and yeah. have a good time with. But I don't know, those just like simple moments of just like quality time with your best friends are like, I don't know, something I like cherish. I know it sounds so stupid, but I miss No, it's that not. And I feel like those are the friendships that are like most impressive is when you guys can have like the best time when you're not even like doing anything the fact that you just like enjoy each other's company that much that you have really good memories where you're not even like doing anything that special just hanging out like those are like when you know it's a good friendship I feel like yeah for sure we did have our fun you know our our one night a year basically that we had a good time (laughs) so if y'all know I mean a lot of the people listening were runners or still are runners. But if you know a runner, especially a collegiate runner, you know, don't they don't really do a whole lot other than like run when they're in college as far as like going out and partying. But we had our one big night of the year, which was like our end of season party or we called it like team party because it was the one night the whole team goes out and celebrates. Um, and it was after nationals. So we had our national cross country meet in the morning, which usually was, it was, yeah, it was out of state, but we'd drive back after the race and then just basically go straight to this house party that was like our big celebration. And this party gets so out of hand because it's all these skinny runner people that don't drink, <laughs> that don't haven't party. had a sip of alcohol since like, probably may exactly and they probably <laughs> half of them like ran that morning a really so hard they're depleted com- yes of like everything <laughs> and then they just go straight to this house party and start pounding the alcohol but everybody talked about this party all year because it was our one night you know like sometimes people would be able to like go out and like have fun every once in a while but this is the only day when like every single person from the team is is going to yeah. be there. But yeah. we, the, one of my favorite parts of this was the next morning after the team party, we all have like a little debrief of like what happened. And oh, that's, the debriefs are oh, so yeah, good. You love a good morning after debrief. Because you know there's so much going on that you can't keep track of everything that happened. Well, and there's like so much that happens behind the scenes that like you're not even aware of and then people oh, yeah. talk about it the next day and you're like where was I how did exactly. I have no idea this was happening yes yeah. and you like pull out your phones and get the video evidence <laughs> that you didn't even realize that you took and it's just great so it's so good but with any good you know co-ed team situation going on you know there's a little bit of like mix and matching going on if you know what I'm always. saying so that's always. when we would use our whiteboard situation to do a little hookup chart of all that happened and try to keep it straight. And so <laughs> I have the most amazing picture of our one of our hookup charts after one of the team parties of what happened with arrows and a key for kissing or doing more than that and like everything. And it's so great. <laughs> That's so funny. It's so funny like hearing you talk about this because literally like, okay, so I live with runners like girls that are on the team at IU and they just had regionals and like the team didn't qualify for nationals. So they just had their big party after regionals literally this past Saturday and it was at our house. 
Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So, and mom and dad, if you're listening, they came to our house literally the next morning and it was not a pretty (laughs) sight. So I apologize that they had to see that because I did not think that one through. But (laughs) it's just funny, like, hearing you talk about this because I literally just experienced it, like, two days ago. Oh, yeah. No, you know, it's not (laughs) like the MSU is a unique entity that did this. Every school does, you know, every cross team has their end-of-season party. It's just, like, because it's runners and because they're all, like, so tiny, just, like, tiny people that haven't drank in so long and they all just, like go so hard and like so much drama happens and well it's just funny too because this is something that you've never seen like you know you see these very rigid disciplined people all of a sudden letting loose and you're like this is amazing where has this been your whole life yeah (laughs) yeah oh my gosh but speaking of like charts that we would make another funny thing we did was we made a champions bracket for the men's team where we basically took all the men and put them in this bracket and we decided who was the hottest guy on the team. And it was like March Madness style where it was like a (laughs) 2v2. And then we just, you know, who's the hottest out of these two? Okay, this person. They get to the next round. And then we'd go down until we got to a final one. And we did this on like... One One of my roommates sophomore year, she had like this erasable like chalkboard thing that you could write on with marker but it okay. like wasn't erasable like the markers were so old or something or maybe they yeah. were the wrong type of markers it couldn't erase and so now this bracket was stuck on this like chalkboard <laughs> thing and we couldn't get it permanent off. evidence oh it's permanent <laughs> of our like breakdown of every single person on the team and like who was hotter and so we tried to like erase it, couldn't erase it. And eventually by the end of the year, we're like, okay, we have to get rid of this. So we like took it to the recycling center on campus and we just like set it out on the recycling just in case <laughs> somebody could happen to like stumble upon it and just be like, what is this? Yeah. So, yeah. That was too good. I think that Did was Did like, anybody ever find it? No, nobody ever found it. We just brought this up recently when we were with a bunch of the guys because I think they were like fighting about like oh, I'm hotter than so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow. As all real men do. Yeah. I was like, we beg to differ. I think we could pull out our bracket that we made and we could tell you who was the hottest. And it was none of y'all. So (laughs) although I personally, (laughs) I did not agree. I was outnumbered because there was like five of us voting on this. Like all our roommates sophomore year, we were all doing it. And I was outnumbered. So the champion, I did not personally think he was the hottest, but... Because well, your guys' team is pretty was pretty big, right? Like how many yeah. guys were on the team? Um, there was probably there was at least like forty people on this bracket, probably. That's crazy because yeah. IU's team is so small. Yeah. No. Yeah. It was it was like a normal like March Madness style bracket. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was so oh good. <laughs> but yeah, and then my last like favorite 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 memory of like doing something with the team was when we all went to crunchies which crunchies is a karaoke bar on campus it's my favorite place on campus by far and yeah we'd basically have this time period of after the cross-country season ended and then before everybody went home for thanksgiving break so like iu i know usually after nationals you have a that whole next week off 
but Michigan State has like three days that week before we can go home for Thanksgiving break. But we have class, but nobody's we're done with a cross country season. Yeah. Nobody like everybody's checked out at that point. So basically, like every single night that week, we go to crunchies and we do like karaoke. And again, it's like special because I had been to crunchies, you know, I, I go to crunchies and do the karaoke thing sometimes like with a smaller group. But when the whole team just takes over the bar and we're <laughs> all there just like singing and like, uh, yeah, it's just that's like by far my favorite, favorite memory of MSU. I yeah. love crunchies. And that's where we went last year for the MSU IU football game because it was That was so, crunchies? Yeah, that was crunchies. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, we went last year. The MSU IU football game was at Michigan State and it was so cold and it was so snowy. It was so. actually a blizzard. We walk into the stadium and there are literal snow drifts on the bleachers. Like, we're, like, trying to move the snow off the yeah. leisure so we can sit down. It was so bad. So we made it to halftime, which, honestly, I'm I'm impressed with us that we I did know. that. I know. We stuck it out. But, yeah, so then we went to Crunchies and finished the game there. So, yeah, you watched Hallie, IU win. Yeah, you did end up winning. But, yeah, Hallie, you'll have to come back sometime and we can do – do crunchies karaoke and and do it you know the nightlife style i know it's the i want to place on campus i want to experience a true night out like when there's students and yeah I can well even because you didn't even get the real frozen. tailgating experience because there was like nobody there right in this game which was so sad that you guys didn't get to experience that so i know next year hopefully okay we'll run it back yeah Okay, so you brought up Crunchies. What are the other like main bars on campus that everybody goes to? Okay, Rick's is my other favorite. I feel like I've heard of I that like, one. Yeah, I feel like that's the most popular, the most like MSU. It's like the classic, like greasy basement bar. And, yeah. but it's just like the best. <laughs> I just love it. I have so many good memories from there. Is that like the most popular? I think students? so. I mean, people say like, Harper's I think is the other one but I hate it I, I just personally never had a good time at Harper's I felt like like we had this thing called you it's str which is straight to Rick so like I feel like you you know okay. you'd be like oh when we get back to Emma like str like you know you'd be gone for the weekend or something and people say that so I'm like okay. I feel like Rick's was definitely the most most popular um I feel like Harper's is a close second but to me, it doesn't compare. It was like Crunchies or Rick's for me, and that was all. That was, those were the only places I was going. But one of my favorite memories from Rick's actually is like once when we were walking home from it, and this was after Jackson's twenty-first birthday, and it's just me and Jackson walking back from the bar, and it's probably like I don't know, like at least a two-mile walk back to our house. Oh, geez, yeah, <laughs> I never took an and Uber in college. Yeah, we were walking. We were just drunk and in love, you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. When you're drunk, time flies. Oh, yeah. It was fine. <laughs> and I was wearing this, like, teeny little, like, shirt, you know, and I'm, like, shivering and we're newly dating. So Jackson literally takes the shirt off his back and puts it on me. So then he's walking back shirtless and I have this <laughs> little shirt on that Jackson gave me. And so then he goes oh, you know, there's a tradition that if you kiss underneath Beaumont Tower, you're going to get married. This is literally we were dating for one month. And I was like, <laughs> oh, really? Like, 
that's kind of out of the way. Like that's in that direction. Are you wanting to go there? And he just like drags me, like pulls my arm and like leads me that way. So we walk like another, we walk like another mile out of the way to this Beaumont tower. It's like this bell um, clock tower um, on MSU's campus. And so yeah, then we like kiss underneath the tower and then we like walk the rest of the way back home. And that is bold, Jackson. I respect it. One month in. I know. He j- he just knew. Oh, yeah. He knew. I told him I loved him that night. And I said, one month in. Yeah, I said, don't say it back. <laughs> Maybe I'll cut this So out of the you podcast. said it first. <laughs> Wait, no, this is good. I haven't heard this. Yeah. So. I didn't know that you said it first. Oh, yes, of course I did. Yeah. that You guys are both bold. Wow. Well, I mean, he basically asked me to marry him that night. and Pretty much. So I was feeling the love. So, yeah, I told him I loved him that night. And he gave you the shirt off his back. Truly. I think that was what (laughs) did it for me. Yeah. Yeah. So that was – oh, but another thing I want to say about Beaumont Tower, though. So it's – the clock is – has Roman numerals for the number. So Roman numerals is IV for four. And mm-hmm. Beaumont Tower, it's four ones as number four because they didn't they thought the IV looked too much like IU and they didn't want a Big Ten rivalry initials. That's funny. On the Beaumont Tower. So, oh, I think Michigan State does care a little bit about it. They must have in they must be a little intimidated. I guess so. (laughs) That's funny though. Yeah. But okay, let's see. A couple other like bar event sort of things. So there's Ramas on Thursdays, which I feel like Hallie, you've told me something that IU has similar. This is like it opens at 10 a.m., but people are lined up outside. It's at this bar called the Riv. Yeah, okay, it's similar to that. So it's at this bar called The Riv, and it's called Rama. It's short for Burger Rama because they have $5 pitchers and $2 burgers on mm-hmm. the, on the Thursdays. And so everybody lines up super, super early to get into Rama. Everybody wears jerseys. And Do people not have class? I'm confused. No. I mean, I went once in my life because I always had Thursday class, and we would have practice Thursday afternoons. So I forget the one Thursday I was able to go. It was like during finals week or something when I didn't have a class or something. Yeah. And so a group of us were able to go literally once. Um, But people either just like skip class or they just purposely don't take Thursday classes so that they could go to Rama every week. What? I don't know. But it was always crazy. Yeah, it was always insane. And I was like, yeah, maybe someday I'll go. I went once. But that was super, super fun. That's a very MSU thing to do. Yeah, that sounds really fun. And it's like we have breakfast club, but that's always like Saturday mornings before football games or basketball yeah. games. Yeah. That's so yeah, fun, so though. This is always Thursday. I want to go and to then, Rama. Yeah, no, it was great. It was so fun. Okay, what about restaurants? Are you guys – no? do you guys have like good food on campus? Like what do you people usually go Yeah, so to eat the at? restaurant scene – well – let me just say, MSU has done a ton since I graduated. It looks very different. Like the main strip is Grand River where all the bars and restaurants are and stuff. And it's really built up and there's a lot of new stuff that wasn't there when I was there. Okay. Um, but the cafeterias, honestly, were really, really good at MSU. There were so many calves and their their food was good. So we didn't really go out to eat a whole lot. One being in college and 
poor and then yeah. two of the calves were good honestly that there was enough variety that we were we would just go hang out there like I mentioned before so do upperclassmen get like meal plans there is that yeah normal? it's like pretty popular for them to get meal plans where you can at least go like two to three times a week and and eat at the calves because that's like unheard of at IU like yeah if you have a meal plan and you're not a freshman, like that's weird because no. I use like notorious for their bad dining hall food. Right. Whereas like Michigan State is, is like when like I've eaten at the dining halls when you went there and like the food was so good. So good, especially like being on the team, you know, our practice would go late. And by the time these people get back to their like apartments off campus, they don't want to cook. So they'll just yeah. go in the calf. And so it was super easy. But Actually, the best ever sushi place I've ever been to is on East Lansing's campus. It's called really? Sansu. And yeah, I've never had better sushi anywhere else. So yeah, it's so good and so random. I'll have to try that and compare it to Quixote. I was going to say, yeah, compare it to your, your Michelin <laughs> My star Michelin sushi. My Michelin star sushi. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It might not be as good as that, but it's the best sushi I've ever had. So And it's like they do it like authentic where you sit on the floor on pillows on the floor and yeah that's so, so it's fun. fun you don't have to do they have like regular tables but they have that experience where you can do that too so cool. that was always fun and then so blondies is always where we would go um it was like not really on campus but it's a little bit like maybe 10 minute drive off campus but it's got the best brunch and that's where we would usually go when you need like a hung good like hungover brunch place you'd go to blondies and it's Did I go there with you yes. that one time? Yes. Okay. Yes, in that big okay. barn thing. Yeah. 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 And they their coffee mugs are like saucers Giant. They're so big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, the last like this is an ice cream place but the amount of times we would go here I started like keeping track of like how much money I spent at Tasty <laughs> Twist, this ice cream place. They mostly it, they have do like blizzards and stuff basically, okay. like mixers. And oh my gosh, we would they, we seriously would go there so much, but it was the best. So good. So yeah, those are my top recommendations. <laughs> Sounds good. I feel like yeah. you covered all the bases there. Yeah, brunch, sushi, and ice cream. What else do you need? Yeah. There it's you a well-rounded day. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay, what else? What are some other like random funny stories, fun spots on campus? What else do you got for us? Okay, something I did want to mention is because this is different than IU too. Like IU is super, super hilly. So people, mm -hmm. I feel like, walk or take the bus. But MSU's campus is really flat and it's big. So it's perfect, honestly, for biking. So pretty much everybody bikes to class on campus, but it's really dangerous because people bike really fast. The streets and sidewalks are so crowded with students that you'll see some bad bike accidents. And <laughs> also people just have the jankiest bikes where their brakes don't work. Like, like yours. Oh, mine was so bad. I'll tell that story <laughs> next. But <laughs> I was riding with Jessica, one of my roommates in college, or one of my best friends in college and her bike did not have brakes and so she would try to like yeah like none like no no brakes how do you and even do so that? she'd try to just like not stop and just like 
she'd we'd be like riding our bikes down the street and the crosswalk would change to a stop and she'd be like oh gotta turn this way and then she'd like turn down the side i'm like okay bye <laughs> one time or she'll she'd like try to like ride in the grass to like slow her down until she could like stop oh with her foot or something but one time she <laughs> She literally rode her bike up a tree because she was trying to like stop, but she just like ran into this tree and it like turned up on her and then it like did fell. she like flip backwards? She didn't like flip backwards or she like fell off her bike from like riding oh up this tree. God. Just like crazy people just do crazy things. And yeah, did I anyone you know ever get hit by a car on their bike? probably i can't think of any specific situations but there was really bad bike accidents for sure what's like the worst one you ever saw so you know how the bikes have like the the handlebars with like the hooks kind of like more of like a speed oh, yes. bike where they have like yes. the hooks that go underneath so two people were crossing go or going opposite directions and their handles hooked each other so they spun around <gasps> and like flew off their bikes and yeah oh it was, there was God. like a lot of like blood and it was it was bad but That's no so my wild. story of me crashing this is the worst bike crash i had so my bike also the brakes were not good and so, cause you don't want to bring your nice bike to MSU because people steal bikes. So yeah, the brake didn't work. So I'm riding down again. MSU was very flat, but there was this one place where it was such a gradual downhill, but it was really long. So I literally thought to myself like, wow, I'm like flying right now. And then I take this turn and all of a sudden there were stairs in front of me. And I guess I just forgot that the stairs, there wasn't like a ramp to this part. It was stairs. So I'm like, my brakes don't work. So I'm not going to be able to like stop before I hit these stairs. I'm going so fast. So I was just going to go like bump, bump, bump and just like bump down the stairs with my bike. Oh, <laughs> well, not only did the brakes not work, but the wheel kept like turning. So when I hit the first step, my oh, wheel no. turned perpendicular to my handlebars. And so then I just flew off my bike. And my backpack flew down off the stairs. Oh, down, tumbled down the stairs. My backpack oh flew my off in God. one direction. My water bottle flew off in the other out of my backpack. I like skidded on the sidewalk and I get up and one girl saw me. She was walking by and she just goes, are you okay? I'm like, <laughs> surprisingly, yes, I am. So nothing is more humbling than like you being by yourself and strangers seeing you fall. Like, Honestly, though, I'm glad somebody saw me because it's worse when you fall or do something embarrassing and, like, you're in a public place, but you're like, I don't have anybody to, like, laugh with about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, at least I was like, dude, that was wild. Did you see that? Like, like, yeah, you get up, you're like, did anybody just see? <laughs> yeah, I just get up, I'm like... I was wearing like jeans. I'm like, my jeans didn't even rip. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, I'm okay. Like, it's all good. So, oh my God. Then I literally just walk my bike because I was going to practice and I was so close to practice. And so I just like walk my bike over to the bike rack, rack it up on the bike rack, oh and then God. go into practice. <laughs> Probably was your bike rideable after that? So I think it was still. I think I walked my bike out of humility. I'm like, I'm not about to try to get back on this bike after <laughs> I just had that 
crazy wreck. So I just walked it over to the bike rack. But I'm pretty sure after practice, I rode it back, rode it home. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait. So I want to talk about basketball a little bit. And then I don't, you didn't go to very many games when you were an undergrad, right? Yeah, I went to like nine. Okay, because we got free football tickets. Being an athlete, we, they gave us tickets to football, but we didn't get free tickets to basketball. That's crazy. Yeah. And so I went to a few basketball games, but yeah, sadly, I didn't go no more. And I should have brought Jackson on to be the spokesperson for MSU yeah. basketball because he's the biggest MSU basketball fan. And that's so, what I was going to bring up because this is – well, maybe you don't have permission to bring this up. But one of my, like, favorite stories about Jackson is that when he watches MSU basketball games, he truly believes <laughs> that if he – can I, can I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. for sure. You could, yeah. <laughs> okay. So when Jackson watches Michigan State basketball games, he truly believes that if he starts doing push ups, they'll play better. <laughs> so, and the first time Kelsey told me this, I like died laughing because I can just like picture him in the living room being like, oh, yeah. Hyping up the boys, getting down there and doing some push ups. Oh, he literally, he's, it's so sweet that he like <laughs> he like doesn't even like to talk bad about them ever. He's like, you gotta you gotta show that you believe them, and you know you you know you gotta stand behind your boys and make sure they know that you're never gonna doubt them and like all this stuff. He's so funny and oh he is gosh. a true fan. I will give that to him. He will always be an MSU fan like he's not a bandwagon at all oh no I I respect it I respect it for sure yeah but I give him a hard time now like especially when IU plays Michigan State I'll be like Jackson you better get ready to do some push-ups like let's go (laughs) yeah that'll check back in with us in basketball season because IU is supposed to be good this year right Mm. oh are they not we'll see okay we we lost our two best players um, okay like at the end of last season but we'll see. We'll see. Well, I think they have some work to do. But yeah, I was like, hopefully basketball will give us give us something to root for this year. You guys are teams. ranked like what two, four right now? Oh, four. Yeah, yeah. that's so, really good. Yeah, we'll see. It's yeah, but yeah, I love MSU basketball. Is great. I mean, they've always been one of you know the top contenders making the tournament and stuff like that at least um mm-hmm. for a long time so yeah i feel like you definitely can't talk about msu without talking about the basketball team i wish i that is probably one of my regrets of not going to more basketball games while i was there honestly going to more sporting events it's just it's tough like you're so tired and like you know being when you're an, an athlete it's very yeah different. it's and you know i'm not trying to complain about being on the team because that brought me my best friends and you know so many great experiences being on the team. I mean, our the Michigan State women's cross country team won nationals my freshman year, which was just mm-hmm. like the coolest thing ever. I mean, that team was awesome. And just being around like all of Michigan State's athletic programs that were all relatively good. Um, mm-hmm. And like the gymnastics team was fun. You know, just I tried to go to a few different sporting competitions or games or whatever. 
Um, but I wish I could have gone to more. Just being an athlete takes up your time so that you can't even really go do all those other things. So that is why I'm like happy for you, Hallie, that you're able to, you've been able to kind of have like a true well-rounded college experience. Like I wouldn't change mine for anything. I'm so happy yeah. the way I did it and it brought me so much. But yeah, it's like a give and take. Being an athlete's like a sacrifice that you're going to sacrifice some other things. But um, it also gives you experiences though that like, no other normal college student is going to have right. like yeah yeah you miss out on some of the normal college experiences but you're also getting so many additional experiences that oh are, for like, sure so much more unique so yeah yeah that's why yeah I'm not like not trying to complain about it at all but it's just different you're going to get different different things depending on what you do but yeah is there like a run that is like very memorable to you, like one practice that like sticks out in your mind. I'm just thinking of all these like hard workouts that we did and just like how tough they were. But that's like what brought us all so close. You know, my like core group of girls that were in my grade on that team, you know, we're so close now. Like we still mm -hmm. talk all the time and because going through hard stuff like that just really like bonds you more than anything else could. And same with honestly, like my high school friends that were on mm -hmm. the cross country team with me, like I'm still so such good friends with them and those bonds just will never go away. And so, yeah, I think that's the going through all those hard workouts with them really solidified our friendship. But <laughs> I did just think of this one run when we were running back from a workout. So we're like on our cool down, but we're all in like our sports bras and spandex because it was hot. This is like at the end after our workout. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy on a motorcycle that was driving by us and he like had his head turned looking towards us as he's driving. And he literally <laughs> rear ended a car in front of him because he was just staring at all of us and we're all just running by like, nice dude. <laughs> yeah. And you like run by him as he's like in another car. Literally. It's like, good luck with that. Yeah. Have a good night. Literally. Exactly. <laughs> That's so good. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. Okay. What about dorm life freshman year? What was your dorm? <sighs> what dorm were you in? What was your experience? Oh, yes. I should definitely talk about that. Okay. We stayed in Wonders, which is in the South neighborhood. Um, it was kind of a crappy dorm. There was no cafeteria. So we had to go across the quad over to Case Cafeteria, which I talked about earlier. And But we, we had suites. So freshman year, it was like me and my roommate, and then we shared a bathroom, and then there was two other girls on the team. That's nice. Yeah. So that setup was really good, honestly. One of my favorite memories was it was like me and Jessica and then Jackson and two of the other guys on the team freshman year just like hung out for like six hours just literally like sitting in our dorm and <laughs> just doing nothing. Like we weren't drinking. We weren't doing anything. Like we were just like being dumb and just, I don't know, just like hanging out with each other and yeah, it was just so fun. So, I don't have like any, didn't throw, have like a single party in our dorm room. Like we didn't do anything like, you know, we were very good, good little college students at well, that time. Well, you had to be when you were yeah. like pushing your bodies to their absolute limits every single day. So yeah, that's like fair enough. Okay. So you, so Jackson, Kelsey's now husband. So you guys meet freshman year. What took so long to get till junior year before you started dating? Oh my gosh, we're getting all into this. 
Okay. Yeah, I feel like it's a part of the Michigan State story. It is. Jackson is the best thing that Michigan State brought, get, like, provided uh, to me for sure. Like, that's that no. Was so cute. I mean, that's that was like cute. I, I love my friends, but like, yeah, can't beat got, the hubby. Yeah. So, freshman year, I came in and I had a boyfriend already, so we were able to just be like. I mean, we were all friends. The whole like freshman class were friends and Jackson was roommates with somebody on the team. So even though Jackson wasn't on the team, our like freshman class were all friends with each other. So he was just kind of lumped in um, Mm -hmm. to that group. So we were all just hanging out. And since I already had a boyfriend that was at a different school, there was no like weird, like I felt like I was able to really become like close friends with the guys without it. Cause there's being, no pressure. Like, yeah. No nobody weird. was like, Oh, you guys should date blah, blah, blah. Like I right. knew I already had a boyfriend. And so it wasn't weird. Um, and so I felt like that really helped like solidify our friendship because Jess actually too, my friend that I talked about, she had a boyfriend as well that didn't go to Michigan state. And so I felt like that's how we, we were able to like, we weren't trying to go out and like meet people, like meet boys yeah. and stuff like that. So like a lot of times Saturday nights, we were just hanging back at our suite. And then some of the other guys on the team that were just like chilling, they would come down and hang out with us too. And so we were able to get to be really close friends with them. Yeah. And so that was freshman year, sophomore year. I was single, but we had moved into apartments off campus and the guys still stayed back in the dorm another year. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, because they Why? were... Because you know how it is. You have to plan for your next year's living so far in advance. You get to campus Mm -hmm. as a freshman that fall. And basically a month later, you need to figure out who you're living with next year and sign your lease. Yeah. And of course, the guys aren't going to be on top of that. So they missed the missed the budget or missed the ball. And they had to sign or stay in the dorms for another year. That sucks. Is that like weird? Like, are there sophomores that stay on campus or was that like very odd that they there were in a dorm? are. Yeah. I mean, they like almost were so late that they almost didn't have a dorm to stay in though because they like didn't decide. Like, I'm pretty sure the coaches had to like pull some strings to like let them stay in the dorms. Oh, yeah. So they were inches away from being homeless. Basically. <laughs> yeah. So they stayed in the dorm. So we would like see each other, but less because we were off campus. They were still in the dorms. So Jackson's roommate at the time was dating one of my roommates. Whenever my roommate's boyfriend was coming to visit him, her, I was like, okay, you have to bring Jackson. Like if if he's coming, like Jackson needs to come too. And so they would like come over to our apartment and we'd just like all hang out or whatever. So at this point, were you like saying that because you like wanted to get like wanted to hang out with Jackson, like because you liked him or just because like you're are you purely thinking like, oh, I like we're just friends or like where's your head at? I didn't like him at this point. I feel like maybe subconsciously I did a little bit, but I honestly genuinely just like liked hanging out with him. Okay. So, but then it really, and he'll like deny this, but really it was our spring break of sophomore year. He was like texting me because the boys were going down to Florida and the girls were going to South Carolina. And see, we were both like on long car rides. And so Jackson's like texting me just like, cause we both knew what we were doing. You know, we're bored. We're like texting, whatever. And that wasn't weird. Like we texted before we were friends, but what was weird was that, you know, when you're texting your friends, you don't like 
keep the conversation going or like when you're done texting, you're not like, okay, I'm going to bed. Like, good night. Like you don't yeah. do that if it's just friends. But yeah. on that t- that day, he was like, okay, have fun with the girls. Like, good night. Like talk to you later or whatever. So I feel like that was like the first time when I was like, okay, this guy likes me. Like, what is he doing? Did you like think that in the moment? Yes. Yes. Okay. I definitely did. Yeah. Okay. Because that was weird because we didn't do, we texted, but we didn't do like that type of text. Yeah. You know, because we were friends. So yeah. Like, anyways. So that kind of started over our spring break, but we both had like wild spring breaks. So it's not like we were like <laughs> trying to like settle down in that moment like the feelings like, were there but not that there exactly like they, they were just like on the surface exactly <laughs> that was my first spring break like single so I was like spring yeah, break do it yeah <laughs> so but then shortly after so we were like texting through the whole spring break like texting a lot and okay. um then we get back and that's when Jackson got really sick and he was in the ICU and oh, okay. so his one of our other like another teammate of mine had like reached out to me and he was like hey Kelsey like I don't know if you know but like Jackson wanted me to tell you the reason he's not texting you is because he's in the hospital and I was like oh my gosh no like I didn't know that like uh, he wasn't texting me but that wasn't that weird like yeah we were texting when we were on spring break but we got back to campus I didn't think a single thing of it yeah I hadn't heard from him in a couple days so yeah, for those that don't know, Jackson got like really sick. He had like this autoimmune disease and he was in the ICU for like five, six weeks um, our sophomore, spring of our sophomore year of college. And he's fine, recovered great, but it was like really, really bad. And so I visited him in the hospital and yeah, I just felt like that I like cared about him way more than I would have if it was just like a friend that was sick, mm-hmm. you know, like I was like really, really worried about him. And, but obviously we couldn't, I mean, he couldn't even communicate when I went to visit him. He was writing on a whiteboard because he had a trach in because his That's lungs like were so paralyzed. Crazy. Yeah. He couldn't, his whole like lower body was paralyzed. So he was stuck in this bed and then he, his lungs couldn't move. So he got trached, whatever. So he's communicating to me, writing on a whiteboard and, um, yeah, so that was just like crazy. And then he had to come, keep coming back down to school for in that summer to finish up the classes that he missed. He was in the ICU for the remainder of the spring semester, basically. And so I was living on campus that summer. And so whenever he would come down to campus, we would like hang out or he'd like, you know, mm-hmm. just like spend the afternoon with us before he'd drive back or whatever. And so I felt like that was when I was like, okay, I feel like I kind of like him, like trying to figure out what's going on. But then he would like text me and then I'd get annoyed with him texting me. So then he- Why? Because so it was like too much? Oh gosh, he was not a good texter, you guys. He was so <laughs> just- Like what would he, he do? He still like is it, a terrible texter. Like just like dry or Just, what? yeah, forcing the conversation and just nothing fun. Well, like, else- <laughs> what was he supposed to do? Do you I, want him to just not keep texting you? Well, okay. So then I – and he loves this part of the story. So then <laughs> he's like about to drive back up because he lived in northern Michigan that summer. So he's about to drive up from campus to go back up. And I'm like leaving. He like dropped me off at a friend's 
apartment and I was going in there to hang out with them. And so I'm like getting out of his car, like, okay, bye. See ya. And he's like, wait, like, can I talk to you about something? And I was like, oh shoot. Because <laughs> at this point I was like, didn't really know what I wanted to do. Cause I was like afraid to lose the friendship, whatever. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> he's like, I, I forget how he said it, but basically he was like, I like you. And I was like, yeah, I like you too. But like, you don't have to text me so much. Like, we're good, okay? Like, don't, like, think you have to text me. Like, it's fine. We're good. And so he was like, okay, cool. Like, message received. So then he, like, goes up north and then, like, truly doesn't text me ever. And I'm like – Like, for how many days? Oh, I don't know. Probably, like, three. And I was like – Actually, no. It was definitely it was, like, one day. Dang. And I was like, oh, <laughs> my like, gosh. Wait. I miss him a little bit. So – then yeah I think the next time he came down we still hadn't kissed at this point this is like this is so wholesome yeah so yeah then he finally kisses me like the next time he comes down or something I don't know this is like oh my gosh I didn't know this was becoming a Jackson episode wait no this is great (laughs) because I'm like I haven't even I feel like I haven't gotten like the story from its beginning through like its entirety so yeah so he so we I had like moved into a new house I moved from my apartment to a house and so he was like helping me paint my room in this new house I remember you telling me about yeah because I apparently like like, didn't know how to paint and he was like you're doing a terrible job so I just remember you you telling me you're like yeah like Jackson painted my entire room like isn't that so sweet (laughs) I thought it was because I didn't do No, that is. That is, like, so sweet. I just, like, have a vivid memory of you being, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like that's when I was, like, oh, my gosh, he really likes this guy. Yeah, that was, like, such a good day because he just, like, helped me do everything. I was, like, that was so nice. He did not have to do that. And, yeah, so then we kissed that night. And then, like (laughs) – he then I was like so annoyed that he wasn't asking me to like be his girlfriend. So I literally asked him. I was the one that asked. <laughs> Wait, so how long? When was this? When did you ask? September. So, okay. He. So, like, how long were you guys like? When did he tell you he liked you? And how much time passed before you asked him? That was the summer. So. That was probably, like, July that he told me he liked me. Okay. And then our first kiss was sometime in August. And then it was, like, we were, like, everybody knew we were exclusively only seeing each other. Like, yeah, it was just dumb. Like, literally everybody knew. So I'm, like, okay, like, what is going on? And he just, like, didn't want to scare or, like, freak me out and ask me too soon or whatever and so literally it was September 2nd because it was the day after my birthday and he literally got me a birthday present like made me breakfast on my birthday like did all these like boyfriend things and still didn't ask me and so it was September 2nd and I was like when are you like you know what we you should have been like you know what would have been a really good birthday (laughs) present that you didn't get me Yeah, it's like a no, relationship. Like, yeah. No, it's so dumb. His reasoning's so stupid. He was like, I was gonna ask you tomorrow because three's my favorite number. So I wanted our anniversary to be on September third. Like, oh my god. <laughs> but it technically when I asked him was like after midnight on September second. And so September third was like our dating anniversary. But 
Yeah, so that's – and then the rest is history. A month yeah. later was when I told him I loved him and he kissed me under the Beaumont Tower. So full wow. circle. Wow. Well, we love you, Jackson. Yeah. Such a good addition to the fam. Glad it all worked out. Yeah, well, okay. This has become a Michigan State East Lansing Slash Jackson Boudet episode. <laughs> we love you. All three of those are great. So, no, but in all seriousness, like, MSU is such a special place and it's gone through a lot in the past few years with all the like, you know, like staffing drama, people that have worked and been affiliated with MSU that are not great, don't want to get into all that. There was like the school shooting last year, like just lots of like tragedies Mm and MSU has been in the news for not great things lately. But I feel like there's something so special about MSU and just like the people that are there that they really like stick together. And there's, you know, you meet somebody and you can say, oh, like you went to Michigan State and there's like an instant like bond connection, which I mean, I know a lot of colleges and schools have that. But I don't know. I just feel like especially with everything in Michigan State's gone through the last few years, if you don't know, people will maybe think of MSU in a negative light. So when you mm-hmm. – meet someone that like went to MSU too you're like oh so you know you know I can still be proud to like have gone to school here and and you get that um wow okay just getting a little emotional that was unexpected but (laughs) yeah I'm just like so grateful oh my gosh I was just say MSU has brought me so much like my friends and obviously my now husband like I am so grateful that that was like one of the best decisions I ever made was to go there and don't let people talk negatively about Michigan State. It's a great place to go to school. The people there are great and I'm super, super proud to have been there and gone there. Yeah, I feel like in general, like people that went to Michigan State have so much school spirit and like are so proud to have gone there. Like that's the sense that I've gotten from the times that I've been up there. So yeah. I'll I'll give you a hard time and say that I'm not a Michigan State fan, but I will always support deep down. Thanks. Okay. Um. Well, I feel like that's pretty much it. Is there anything else, Kelsey? No, you have to I say? think. Yeah, I'm gonna start crying again if I talk more. <laughs> so you should close it out for us. Okay, we'll wrap it up. But um, just to let you guys know, next week. Um, there will be no episode because that is Thanksgiving. So we're going to be spending time with our family as I hope that all of you guys are as well. And um, so no episode next week. But to make up for that, our exciting announcement is that we're doing a giveaway, our very first giveaway. And we're so excited about it. So Kelsey, do you want to tell us how we're going to do that? Yes. Okay. So what we are giving away is a I have it right here, actually. A $100 Airbnb gift card. For all your future travels. Yes. Two Apple AirTags. Ooh. And... Wait, explain, like, what those are in case people don't know. Okay. So an Apple AirTag is, like, a Bluetooth device. You put it in your bag and... I'm, it's coming with these two little like keychain things that you can like hook on the inside of your bags or you can do it for anything um, and you can just track it. It's like a tracking device for 
luggage, I feel like is the most common thing people use it for. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's really helpful if like your luggage gets lost when you're traveling or something like that. And the airlines a lot of times are like, I have no idea where your bags are, but you can tell them like, look, it says it's here at the airport. Like, just help me find where it's at, you know, whatever. And so you can just always track and make sure your bags are following you and all that. So yeah, you're getting two Apple AirTags and these two little keychain devices and a $100 Airbnb gift card. So that's what we're giving away for our first giveaway. Okay. So if you're interested in entering our giveaway, which low-key, why would you not be? Those are some good prizes. Yeah. We're giving it away. So yeah, we we got some good stuff for you. But what we're going to do is we're going to post an Instagram post about it tomorrow. So that will be Friday. Um, if you're listening to this on Thursday, but we're going to put a little post out there and you just have to like the post, follow us on Instagram at love at their pod and tag three friends in the comment. And if you want a bonus entry, there's two things you can do. So one is share a link to your favorite love at their episode to your Instagram stories, or you can leave us a review on Apple podcasts. So for your Instagram story, if you're private, and you tag us, we still might not be able to see it, I think. So maybe screenshot it and DM us to show that you have posted a story. And then on Apple Podcasts, when you leave a review, you have the option to put like your name. So if you're doing it, something that's like not obvious to us who you are, just screenshot that and either DM us on Instagram or if you have our personal cell phone numbers, you can text us that. If you've already left a review on Apple Podcasts, we know who you are. So we'll automatically enter you as a bonus entry as long as you do the other three things. And the giveaway is going to end on November 26th, 2023. And we will announce the winner. We'll put it on our Instagram and announce who won. And we'll also send you an Instagram DM or contact you in some way. But yeah, so be on the lookout for the announcement on November 26th. And hopefully you will be the winner. Yeah. And also our next episode. So like Hallie said, no episode next week because of Thanksgiving, but the following week, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode. So just we'll at some point put a question box on our stories. Um, so make sure you put your questions in there. I think we're also maybe going to do like an option to leave an anonymous question. So it's not like a spammy link. If it looks weird, I promise it's legit. Um, but I think we'll probably do something like that too to give you the option. So start thinking of your questions that you might want to ask us. It can be literally anything. I just shared a lot of personal details. So if you (laughs) like those kind of things more than like our normal travel content, ask. That can be, we should have maybe saved this whole story for our Q&A episode. (laughs) We don't get a lot of questions. But anyways, Think of your questions. It can be travel related. It can be anything. So um, yeah, we're leaving this completely up to you guys. So we'll let you take it in whatever direction you want to take it. So yeah. And I'll say we have to answer whatever questions we get. Unless we get too many that we can't do. Should we make it into a little drinking game? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's get we had our very first episode. We were both drinking wine and then that just like fell off the train. So yeah, yeah, maybe we'll pull that out again. A little truth or drink action, depending yeah. on how juicy your guys' questions are. Yeah, make it <laughs> make us sweat. I oh already boy. cry basically every episode, so <laughs> don't make me do that again. All right. Well, that is all for today's episode. If you made it to the end, thanks for listening. We love you guys, and we will not see you next Thursday, but we will see you the following Thursday. Bye.
Go Green!